0: All right, so as you've heard me talk about so far this morning, a couple of times, we got the big show tonight. It's the big one, New York State of Mind at the beautiful Paramount Theater, Huntington, Long Island. And, of course, it stars uh, my dear friend Bill O'Reilly and me, Sid Rosenberg. I've been getting pictures all week long from the fans out there taking shots of our name on the marquee and the lights. And it's very, very cool. We are sold out. It's going to be a huge night tonight. O'Reilly and Rosenberg. Now, I don't know Long Island all that well, but something tells me that the great Brian Kilmeade, who does a tremendous job after me every morning on this station at 10 a.m., is on, of course, Fox & Friends every morning, Fox News. He's great there. And his own great show, One Nation, 9 p.m. on Saturday nights on Fox News. Something tells me that Brian Kilmeade does not live very far from the Paramount Theater in Huntington, but yet will be nowhere near the big O'Reilly Rosenberg show later on tonight. Well, let's find out. Here he is, the great Brian Kilmeade. Good morning, Brian.
1: Uh, Sid, I'm sure you're going to have a great night. Beautiful area. Um, I was just there. They did a, a Fox special there, but y- you're sold out. It'll be great. Uh, just so you know, Bill O'Reilly's a lot taller than you. A lot.
0: <laughs> I know. I posted a picture this morning. I look like a midget. Can you still say that? I just did. Uh, you're I right. He's you a lot taller. <laughs> Ah. Right. It, no, it's
1: going to be great. And that's an unbelievable theater. Uh, but I think you can you would uh, you would salute what I'm going to be doing. My daughter plays tonight in Schenectady. Um, she Aww. plays college soccer. So she has a game she has to win to make the playoffs. So I think you would support me being
0: a good a good dad. You already are a great dad, and, of course, I love that. I love that, and I love hearing all the stories about you and your kids and the soccer and all the sports. So good for you, Brian, Uh, the great Brian Kilmeade. Let's get to some of the big news today, of course. Maybe the biggest story, not here in New York, but internationally was that uh, the airstrikes. America last night going after Iran in Syria uh, after the attacks on the Americans, drone attacks, and from the air, and uh, a clear message, I think, was sent by this White House, who I can't stand, but a clear message sent by this White House that uh, if Iran continues to do this, they're going to pay a price. Your thoughts on the airstrikes by us in Syria last night? Look, there's been 98, 98 since he took office,
1: minimum that we know of. He has, They've been 14 to 18 uh, since October 7th at our guys from Iran-backed militias. While they rattle their cage and say and warn us not to get involved and continue to fund. And they say they might come after us if if the Israelis go into Gaza, which they're going in. What is going on here? I understand that we're the strongest kid in the block. You don't want to act like a bully. That's not the American makeup. But we've gone the other direction. It has taken us three weeks and really two and a half years to answer these guys. And we did it while we're blowing up depots and saying it could get worse. We have a ton of military assets in the area. And as soon as we do it, we make it clear that we don't want war with Iran. Listen, Iran is sitting there having their people. They formed an alliance of outlaw militias in Iraq and Syria. And together, they're rattling our cage with drones and rockets. And we're quickly telling them we don't want war with them. I mean, we cannot act this week. Even when we act strong, they ruin it. He says, here's the quote, the United States does not see conflict, nor do we desire hostilities. However, the Iran-backed attacks against the U.S. are unacceptable. Oh, really? We do not coordinate (laughs) with the Israelis about the strike. What we did is self-defense. Again, don't think that the Israelis, Israelis told us to do it. Don't think that we're
0: allies with them. Of course we support them, even though there's many people in this city that don't. Yeah, I want to get to that uh, momentarily, but I said something on the show yesterday, which John Bolton repeated later on in the day on this station. But I said it first, and and that, of course, is that there's no question, no question that the only reason why these Israeli troops, nearly 400,000 in total, amassed at the Gaza border— have not gone in. They've gone in twice. They've retreated for short stays, but they have not gone in because of the United States. It's not the hostages. It's not gathering more intelligence. As far as I'm concerned, Joe Biden... Because he does want to get the American hostages back. And for some reason, he's worried about innocent Palestinians. I'm not. Joe Biden is calling the shots. I really believe that. I can't believe that Netanyahu would listen to Biden after his country was decimated a couple of weeks ago. But I really believe Joe Biden and this American government is holding back the Israelis. And that makes me nauseous. I
1: have no problem with offering advice. And, you know, we supply a lot of the weapons, but they make it more sophisticated together with the intelligence the Israelis provide. We've been a great team. I don't think they need our our advice on Gaza. I don't. I think we know urban warfare. we got some great uh, generals and colonels that have helped, but they understand the area. I understand walking in there and saying, guys, just think about the day after. After you level the place, who's going to be there? Because we had that problem in Iraq. I have no problem with that. Uh, but to say and I'm going to hold you back because we have to get our missile defense in place—that doesn't make any sense. We've been there since 2003. We don't have missile defense for our guys in Iraq and Syria. Come on, that seems odd. Yeah. I don't. I think that the Americans are hurting if we are in fact doing that. It's not even a good strategy. Because with every bomb that drops, with more video that reveals that that people, innocents, are getting hurt because of Hamas and their attacks, it hurts the world perception. It fuels the anti-Israeli hate. Just let them do their thing. But I do say this. I do talk to a lot of experts and think the time is actually on, in some ways, on Israel's side. Because – they do want to take out these terrorists one by one. They don't know where all these tunnels are. They do want to locate the hostages. So they have taken three complete weeks and done a lot of intel and killed a lot of a lot of guys, a lot of Hamas officers. The sad thing is we see this video and you see these 2 you see know, these families, and then the, the world the community says, you know, what's going on here? Just because they killed your guys, they don't – why are you killing ours? And we know the difference, Ed. If, if if an innocent person dies, that's a mistake for the Israelis. That's collateral damage for the for Hamas. That's the target. Right. Right. And I mean, seven hundred and ninety were civilians right. that they killed. Right.
0: And excuse me, but I have no idea. And this is going to sound really brutal, but it is what it is. I have no idea how many times beautiful twenty-one-year-old Mia Shem got raped yesterday by a bunch of Hamas animals in a tunnel in Gaza. We need to go in now. Stop this. Get in there. Kill these people. Stop waiting. I hear what you're saying, intelligence and killing Hamas officials. Get in there. I know Israel wants to do it. I know they do. And every day that goes by is another day of rape, torture, and maybe death for these hostages anyway. We got to go in. Anyway, let's get back to the city. You're right about it. Cooper Union. That's a big issue. Another rally in Manhattan last night. These people are not pro-Palestinian. They're pro-Hamas. They're pro-murder. They're okay with Israelis being killed in the streets. Those 5,000 people in Bay Ridge, Brian Kilmeade last Saturday night, would like nothing more than for me, Sid Rosenberg, yep. you from Brooklyn, to be killed in the streets as well. This is not okay. These are not decent people out there for a decent cause. They're animals, and they're okay with murder, and watching it happen in My city every day, every day is another rally is really starting to piss me off.
1: Do you know one of the headlines on Drudge right now is um, Jews are warned to stay out of Brooklyn? Do you believe this? Yeah, I believe it. I mean, in America. So I I don't I don't understand it. I mean, when I'm watching this happen, I'm thinking to myself, do these guys know about a Balfour Declaration? Do they even know what the history is in this area? Where do they get this information from? And do you know what more people have told me? TikTok. And do you know there are algorithms that China has put out that are beginning to unwind, that are pushing this? But these 20-year-olds, it sounds insulting and I don't care. They get all their information and their news. They're not listening to us and they're not watching us. They are looking at TikTok and saying, wow, these Palestinians, these innocent people, these uh, the 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 uh, Israel are the thugs and they keep on making their lives so miserable. What choice do they have? They have no idea about what a two state solution is and why it fell apart due to the Palestinians. They have no idea what uh, 1948 meant and how many times Israel has fought against multiple states, actors and been successful. And all they want to do is live in peace. And we're coming to a point where other Arab nations, Bahrain, UAE, Sudan, now Saudi Arabia, they already had peace deals with Egypt and Jordan. And now you see the people look around going, you know what? Israel is not, Israel is not the problem. They're a thriving democracy. They're becoming normal. But guess who's unhappy about that? China and Russia and Iran. And that's who's behind all this. The biggest surprise for me is it's resonating with the next generation of Americans. Do you even? Do you, when, since when do they
0: care about care about the Palestinian cause? Did you hear it at all Never. before October seventh? Ever? No. And I still don't believe they care about the Palestinian cause. They're a bunch of troublemakers, a bunch of kids. They're idiots. I and think they, they just pat- need to the Black Lives
1: Matter crowd. Right. I think they're financing. The groups, they tore cities apart. In Black Lives Matter, We never turns out the most corrupt organization in modern memory. And I think they tapped into that.
0: I think you're right. In the final 60 seconds, congratulations, Brian, to you and Fox News. And you're saying, why is that it? I'll tell you why. Because I watch you guys very early in the morning, even before you guys come on. And your show is on in the studio with me all morning long. But I did see video this morning of Jamal Bowman. Now, I had Mike Lawler on my show a couple of days ago. I know you guys did, too. But I ripped him a new anus. I killed him. Don't be taking selfies on an airplane next to that Jew-hating, racist piece of garbage, Jamal Bowman, posting it on Twitter as if you guys are friends after this guy pulled the fire alarm. I think it's actually a bigger crime than he has so far, so far been talked about. And the new video I saw on Fox News this morning really goes to show you this guy needs to be expelled, arrested, get in big trouble, no?
1: Yeah, he's got to write a letter of apology and pay a thousand dollar fine and he has three months probation. You know, if you or I right, pulled a, a pulled a fire alarm in a government building, we would go to jail and we should. We were always told for as early as third grade, if you touch the fire alarm, I mean, you you could be it was the, one of the worst things you could do. This guy in the middle of a sensitive negotiations to extend the funding of the government, doesn't want it, obviously, and decides, I'm going to smash the firearm like an idiot, not thinking there wouldn't be any cameras around. And first he denied it. Then they said, well, I have no choice. I was locked out. We see that story is totally blown up. You guys got to check out this video. I don't know if you're going to put it on your stream today, Sid, but you just shows what a liar he is. I mean, this guy's an embarrassment, embarrassing socialist anyway. Uh, To New York. New York wants better than this. You see the way Trump's closing in on the polls in New York within nine now? This guy was down 21 points while being tried twice, civilly and criminally. And I think New Yorkers are waking up that almost put Lee Zeldin in. Maybe they're going to look around and say, now this has got to stop. Maybe this is the time and this is the election where New York stands up for sanity.
0: 30 seconds. Mike Johnson.
1: You like him? I do. I do. I mean, evangelical, but he's he's uh, he's got his beliefs. But he knows this country's not run uh, by everything that Mike Johnson wants. If you're a Speaker of the House, you got to do as much uh, for uh, for Lawler as you have to do for Jim Jordan, and that's it. It's a referee. It's a coach, uh, and that's what you got to do. So he's extreme to the right. He's very pro-Trump. He's unbelievably bright. He's a fantastic speaker, understands these issues uh, inside and out. And he's already met with the president. I watched him last night with John, and he's uh, he's not going to budge on certain things. Uh, and I, I do think he's going to do a great job. I'm surprised it took it so long, 22 days to get to Mike Johnson. If everybody was so in support, why did they put anybody else forward? It's part of that whole farcical situation. He's your
0: numero uno. And a very happy birthday today. You could appreciate this, Brian Kilmeade, as the author of many books. Really, seriously, many books on the president's happy birthday today to Teddy Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yes, your guy.
1: And guess what? Teddy and Booker T comes out next Tuesday, not this Tuesday, but the Tuesday after. And I'll be in Red Bank, New Jersey doing a show. Uh, I won't have uh, Sid or or Bill O'Reilly there. But you I, know? it will be great. It will be a Thursday night. you got to get up early the next day. I don't know. So just go to
0: com. I'm setting up the whole book tour. All right, com. Teddy Roosevelt, Booker T. Washington, and I may be there next Thursday night. I love Red Bank, New Jersey, and I certainly love you. Thank you for this, as always, Brian Kilmead. You're great. We'll be watching One Nation quickly. Uh, anybody big coming up on your Fox News show tomorrow night at 9 p.m.?
1: You know, it's going to be live, so I'm going to wait for everything to develop. But one thing we did do, a uh, Walter Russell Mead, deep thinker, and this guy named Larry Kudlow, who spends his mornings on Saturday on WABC and his evenings every day on FBN. So I'll have those uh, two great guests, and we'll, we will also have Senator Tom Cotton, and uh, and also going to have uh, Brett Velickovich from Tel Aviv. Nice. Yep. So I'm going to be riding the war, riding this manhunt, and then of course telling everybody what's going to be happening. I actually got to have Miranda Devine on too to unwind what's going on with these Hunter Biden investigations and the Joe Biden investigation. You'd be surprised what's still happening behind the scenes. She's always ahead of the curve. So she's bringing that to the table. So it's going to be big. We're not forgetting about uh, President Trump and these court cases either and the farce
0: that it is. But right now they're being smothered by this other breaking news. Enjoy the soccer game tonight as a proud dad that you are. I love you. Thank you very much. This was a great conversation. See you soon, buddy. All right. Good luck tonight and stay within yourself, all right? That's my (laughs) advice to you. You know, it's always your advice. It's great advice. There he is, folks. Star on Fox and Friends, Fox News every morning. The host of One Nation, 9 p.m. on Fox News on Saturday nights. And, of course, follows me every weekday morning right here on 77 WABC at 10 a.m., my friend Brian Kilmeade. We'll uh, take a break. That wraps up our number one. Three great hours to come, including, coming up next, the man himself, Curtis Sliwa.